Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You are now entering a critical thinking zone. So thinking caps are required beyond this point. From deep behind enemy lines, deep in the heart of the Midwest, it's your host, Andrew Coppins. And it's time for Critical Thinking. Welcome in. It is a fish fry Friday. We're going to warm up the fryer for you so that it's ready to just uh, get nice and crispy for us later on in the show. Before we get into that, we're going to have non-political questions on this Friday. And of course, the last Babylon B or not the B. So B or not the B um, for this week will be coming your way. And um, before we get into the non-political questions, before we get into, I think, what is the the biggest topic of the day, um, do not forget you can follow us on social media. I am at The Coppin Show. Mr. Pat Oni over here, the wonderful Batman-wearing uh, individual, um, he's at The Pat Oni Show. By the way, um, any update on, on, on when The Pat Oni Show is making its comeback? Not quite yet. Uh, sh- hopefully soon. Gotcha. I know we've got a lot of projects in the in the fire. So, uh, yeah. And then, of course, do not forget, next Tuesday, we are dropping the very first episode of a brand new podcast experience. Um, I, I just I can't find a genre that this fits into, Pat, but it is reviving liberty. It is a path. It is how to practice. It is tactics about reviving liberty. You want to take a look at where we are as a society, whether that's in culture, whether that's in politics, whether that's in academia, whether that's in science, whether that's in anything. The answer lies in liberty. And no matter where we see it, it is dead. So how do we revive it? How do we do it? And more importantly, what is revival? What is liberty? We explain all of that to you next week. We begin the journey to reviving liberty one person at a time. 
That having been said, um, we should be able to drop the trailer this weekend for you and look to our social medias uh, for how you can subscribe so you don't miss the first episode. And of course, we'll have more information here on the show on Monday and Tuesday. Um, but all of that said, Pat, no question there's a big story that happened yesterday. Not the ruling we thought we might get. I think we get it today. Or do they save it until the very last day possible? Um, But the ruling we got was New York State Rifle and Pistol Association versus Bruin. And this is a case of the concealed carry laws in the state of New York. Basically, the crux of the matter was, can the state of New York require you to have a <clears throat> proper cause to hold and own a concealed carry weapon? Right. So your ability, because here's the rub, right? You can't open carry in the state of uh, New York, right? So the only way for you to have a handgun that exists outside of the home would be to own a concealed carry permit, right? Okay. So what is happening with the vast majority of people? They're getting locked up for simply stepping outside of their home wanting to defend themselves because it's in violation, right? If you step outside of your home, Heller, right? The famous Heller decision told us that we do have a constitutional right to keep and bear arms in the home because that was the, the, the case that it was in front of them. But yesterday, the Supreme Court in a six to three decision struck down New York's unconstitutional, because it was unconstitutional from the very get-go, concealed carry law. Now, Justice Clarence Thomas noted in the decision, in 43 states, the government issues licenses to carry, ban, uh, uh, excuse me, the government issues licenses to carry based on objective criteria. But in six states, including New York, the government further conditions issuance of a license to carry on a citizen's showing of some additional special need. Because the state of New York issues public carry licenses only when an applicant demonstrates a special need for self-defense, we conclude the state's licensing regime violates the Constitution. Much rejoicing on the right, right? Concealed carry for everybody. Much hand-wringing on the left. Keith Oberman basically went full nuclear on this, right? Did you see him? Pat, did you see his reaction? Um, I, I, I didn't, but I also usually deliberately ignore Keith Oberman. So That is a really good point. That is a really yeah. good point. However, um, yeah, um, uh, abolish the Supreme Court, burn it down, um, and, and replace it with something else. Okay. Um, now, there was more because um, the ever bright, like, almost as dumb as Gavin Newsom, almost as dumb as J.B. Pritzker, if not dumber than J.B. Pritzker here in Illinois, Maybe America's dumbest governor 
And that's saying something because there's also Gretchen Whitmer. There's also a bunch of other uh, people that be so dumb for real so dumb. I present to you um, Kathy Hochul, the governor of the state of New York, who just got their constitutional, <clears throat> I mean, unconstitutional concealed carry law struck down. And I'm sorry this dark day has come. They were supposed to go back to what was in place since 1788 when the Constitution of the United States of America was ratified. And I would like to point out to the Supreme Court justices that the only weapons at the time were muskets. I'm prepared to go back to muskets. I don't think they envision the high-capacity assault weapon magazines intended for battlefields as being covered for this, but I guess we're just going to have to disagree. Yes, uh, Pat Oney in the back there. Um, 1788? Yeah, it was 1788, yep. We did ratify the Constitution of the United States on June 21st of 1788. Mm -hmm. Because that's when New Hampshire became the New Hampshire became the ninth of 13 states to ratify it. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. So, um, another question. Correct. What, um, what exactly what was used as a weapon of war back during those times? Just, just out of curiosity. Cannons, Pat. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 Cannons were used. That is that is true. Don't don't get me wrong. But uh, what what other weapons of war were used during that time? Um, bayonets. Uh huh. And and what were those bayonets on the end of? Knives. What were those? Like what was what was what were they sitting on the end of? Hmm. Could it be a, a musket? Yes, yes, that would be a musket. Um, yeah, muskets were, were once used as a uh, weapon of war, and um, they, had, they had assault weapons during the, the Revolutionary War. We just don't think of them as assault weapons now. Huh. So you're telling me that the... Hear me out on this, Pat. Uh huh. The people who saw gun technology change not once but twice in their lifetimes, right? Yes. Okay. That they couldn't envision guns changing. Is that what? Is that what Kathy Hochul is telling us we are supposed to believe? Um. Y yeah, I believe that's exactly what she just said. Um. So, in other words, let me interpret uh, what she had to say here. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. My name is Kathy Hochul. I'm so dumb. For real. So dumb. That That's pretty accurate, yeah. And, and I wanted to play this. Not to talk about it as some sort of extremist position. Because this is the common argument of the left every time a gun law or a gun rights issue comes up well it was meant to, for muskets and we see joe biden talk about cannons and right and he's done that over and over and over again these people 
do not understand guns at all. And that doesn't mean that you don't have a right to opine on a situation, right? For instance, I don't understand the ins and outs of everything epidemiology, right? But what I have maintained over the course of COVID-19 is that I can use my expertise in data analysis to interpret the same data that they use and to figure out if they're telling us the truth or not. So if you don't know something, right? Educate yourself. But what these people are attempting to do is browbeat you, right? They're not attempting to do anything other than browbeat you. It's not even gaslighting at this point. Gaslighting is a, is a whole other situation. This is just browbeat you. If you don't support my now totally, for sure, 100% unconstitutional concealed carry, we, we're the, the wild, wild west. Have you seen what's going on in the streets of New York City? Have you seen what's going on on the subway in New York City? Um, crime. Now, murder. I also want to. I I saw this video and I can't play it because there's so many f words in it. And and even though we're an unrestricted podcast these days, not tied to uh, radio standards, <clears throat> we still we have, have standards. <laughs> now, if you want to drop one of them, I I can bleep it out. But uh what, five or ten of them in a row? No, 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 no. But there's another story that had emerged this week, and it was a story of an individual who decided they wanted to strong-arm rob a Dollar General store. Um, the clerk behind the counter happened to be a concealed carry permit holder, shot the guy's center mass, and killed him. Um, what are you trained to do in concealed carry? Um, how to carry and how to shoot a firearm? Yes, how to responsibly carry, how to shoot a firearm, and more importantly, where to aim. <clears throat> right. Center mass. Um, the family of the person who was shot, killed for, you know, trying to rob a place. How dare you do that? He didn't deserve it. You don't need to shoot him. What? What? It's the same argument, right? What? Hold the freaking... No, you don't get to browbeat me. No, no, no. No, your individual did something wrong and suffered the consequences. And I'm not saying that we're going to see the wild, wild west happen in New York. What I am saying is that... Um, this is insane browbeating. We're just going to have to go back to the time of muskets. No. No. Also, what was the weapon of war, to your point? Also, what was a commonly used um, sporting rifle? Bad at the time. Oh, that's right. Uh, now, wait for Mus this. A musket. Mm. <clears throat> also, bow and arrow, right? Right. So are you saying that bow and arrow shouldn't be a thing? Right? Because that's a weapon of war. It's been a weapon of war for many millennia. Like, we're talking about probably almost all of human history, except for the last, like, what, 500 years? Ish. And even then. It was still used. Still used. Now it's not used anymore. But, but, but my God. That's insane, 
right? Are, are we going to ban that? No. no. No, we don't. Now, to the people on the right thinking that this is, yay, constitu constitutional carry or concealed carry for everybody at all times for whatever reason. <clears throat> That's not what this said. That's not what this says at all. So I want you to understand what they were talking about. Thomas wrote in his uh, piece, okay? Give me one second here as I get to it. But uh, Thomas wrote in his um, majority opinion. Um, give me one more second here because I had it. And now I don't. All right. <clears throat> so at the heart of the case, as Reason points out, was the question of whether the discretion that New York placed in the hands of local licensing officials was consistent with how constitutional rights are typically treated in the American system, right? So that's why I pointed out, you know, do you have to have a license to speak here or do that or do this? The only time that a license is required for your free speech is when it is a large public gathering, right? In which you might be taking up public space to do that, right? So your protest down the street has to have a permit. Why? So that law and order can be maintained. That's it. They don't care about your right to speak. You know, the famous Illinois Nazis, right, from uh, the Blues Brothers. Where did that come from? It came from the fact that every year they hold a stupid rally just to prove that they can speak their vile garbage, right? But what they're saying is that local licensing officials cannot or shouldn't have the ability to indiscriminately at their own will decide whether you get your constitutional rights. And Thomas put it this way, we know of no other constitutional rights that an individual may exercise only after demonstrating to government of officers some special need. This is not how the First Amendment works when it comes to unpopular speech or the free exercise of religion. It is not how the Sixth Amendment works when it comes to a defendant's right to confront the witnesses against him. And it is not how the Second Amendment works when it comes to public carry for self-defense. So now, now, Thomas is furthering Heller, telling us that you do have a right to public carry for self-defense. But in concurrence to this, Kavanaugh and Thomas, by the way, both mention your rights are not unlimited. The government does have legitimate rights to put steps in place for you to prove, right? But they must be generalized. So things like you must take a course, things like you must pass a background check, things like that, right? Those limitations on your Second Amendment rights are generalized. Everybody has to do it. It is not at the whim or the discretion of one individual sitting in a room, right? Whether or not your application is denied. It would be denied based off of generalized prescribed situations. Now, do you know who signed on an amicus brief to this, Pat? Uh, I don't. The, wait for this. Public defense lawyer organizations, including the Black Attorneys of Legal Aid, 
the Bronx Defenders and Brooklyn Defender Services. And they did so, why? Because this was, they, not only was New York using this to deny your ability to conceal carry for the vast, vast, vast majority of people, right? But they were also using this law as a precipice for what? Stop and frisk. Otherwise, normal law-abiding citizens who decided, you know what, I live in a really dangerous neighborhood. I don't want to, I want some self-defense, right? So they were getting stopped and frisked and put in jail for simply carrying a concealed carry permitted or a concealed weapon. Now, is that in violation of current law? Right. But we have talked about this all the time. Just because a law exists doesn't make it right. And unjust and unconstitutional laws, I'm cool with civil disobedience. So think about this. This isn't just a right or left issue. You think the black attorneys of legal aid, the Bronx defenders, the Brooklyn defender services are some right wing hack jobs? No. No. But when right is right, right is right. And when wrong is wrong, wrong is wrong. Now, this doesn't mean that there is this just willy nilly uh, ability. It's really limited. Again, New York was trying to say that you need to prove a need, right? That you have to have a need to exercise a constitutional right. That is all they said. They said, you don't have to have that. You do have a basic right to, to carry outside of the home. But also within that right, states do have the ability to use generalized criteria to exercise the right. And by the way, Pat, that is the case in almost every right that you and I currently hold. There are generalized standards that we must meet in order to be able to do that, right? Right. For example, I can't go and force my religion on somebody else. That would violate their First Amendment right to freedom of religion. And the free exercise of religion, right? Correct. Or no religion. Right. That is a, this is a very libertarian position, by the way. Um, most people think that libertarians are like, everybody owned a gun all the time for whatever reason. Um, screw your government regulation. It's not government regulation to understand who wants to conceal now, I would argue that most states should have open carry laws, like the state of Wisconsin does. You can open carry in the state of Wisconsin. Now, they also have regulations on your open carry, by the way, because you can't walk into a bar, drink a beer, and be able to operate a firearm or have one on you, by the way. That is illegal in the state of Wisconsin, as it should be. Impairment to use of a, of a weapon or a car. Or a bike, by the way. You know, a lot of people, well, I'm just going to ride my bike to the bar. Guess what? You can still get a DUI on your bike. Not a, not a motorcycle. A bike. I've seen it happen before. For real. I've actually seen somebody pulled over by the police on a bike because they were swerving in and out of traffic on the bike. 
getting a DUI. There are regulations. Now, all of that having been said, um, why don't we do this, Pat? Let's go into quickly um, our non-political questions. And I've got a really good one for you right off the bat. Name me the one sporting event that you have not been able to attend that you would love to attend. Ooh, um, that's a good one. <clears throat> uh, it's got to be because I, I, I am a basketball fan first before anything else. Mm-hmm. For me, it's probably got to be the NCAA tournament, uh, specifically like the final four mm-hmm. um, part of the tournament. I think that would be a lot of fun. Interessante. Um, so for mine, um, I'm going in the world of motorsports and and I kind of have uh a I wonder if I could do this on my own. Like I wonder if it's logistically possible to do this, but the Memorial Day trifecta in the world of motorsports to attend all three of them. The Formula One Grand Prix of Monaco, the Indianapolis 500, and the Coca-Cola 600. Now, if I had to pick one of them, I would love to uh, attend the the Formula One Grand Prix of Monaco. Uh, For me, that is the pinnacle of motorsports racing. I absolutely love that race. Um, I have not been to a Formula One event yet. Um, Definitely want to. I'm thinking about doing the one in Vegas. Um, That's coming up in 2023. Um, But... um, but yeah, that would be the pick. If logistically I could go to Monaco, right? Go watch the race, get on a private jet, get over to Indianapolis fast enough to still attend the race, and then go to Charlotte for the Coke 600. I wonder if it's humanly possible to do so. I don't know. I don't know. It would be fantastic if, if possible. But uh, yeah, the, the, the Formula One... Grand Prix of Monaco is my uh, one event that I have not attended that I would love to attend. Fair enough. All right. Your question. All righty. I'm actually going to cut this one down just a smidge. Um, But if you could play football for any NFL team except for the team that you generally root for, who would it be and why? Whew. That is a really loaded question. I was actually going to include the other sports in this too. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I, that might be that might be long. Yeah, that might be really long. Um, so we're talking NFL, right? Yep. Okay. So I would choose the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, because why? So there's I knew you're gonna say that. Um but I'm a Green Bay Packers fan, right? Yeah. Tradition, family, um, winning. That's kind of our jam, right? The Pittsburgh Steelers culture, the fan base are very, very, very similar. So the if you take a look at like if I were not a Packer fan, I think I might have been a Steelers fan. Um, but I would I would love to play for Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin is honestly one of the best leaders in the NFL today. 
I don't disagree with that assessment. So I would want to play for them, right? If I couldn't play for my Green Bay Packers, I would want to play for an organization that has values similar to that. And most importantly, has a head coach who is really good. And that's, that would be that. The only other organization I could think of um, off the top of my head would probably be the Tennessee Titans. Um, th- that would be the other one. What, why the Titans? Mike Vrabel? Are you kidding me? That's a fantastic head coach to play for. It's a fantastic organization. And it's the city of Nashville. I mean, come on. What's not to like? I also don't have to pay income tax in the state for eight, eight, eight weeks out of the year. Fair enough. Okay. What about you? Um, uh, I think for me, um, it, it's gonna co- it would come down to one of two places. It, it, one for me, it'd either be the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, um, hell. Yep, yep. Uh, I'm gonna go with the Eagles, and, and the reason why is because my mom, my mom is from West Jersey, and her family's from, and like they're all Philadelphia fans. So I, I tend to uh, when my teams aren't doing well. Philadelphia tends to be uh, so you would want to play for the worst sports fans in the country or or, or arguably some of the best sports fans in the country. No, they're the worst. If you boo Santa Claus, you're the worst. If you throw snowballs at Santa Claus, you suck. The other place I would I would I would go to and and I I put a lot of thought in this. I I think this will make you happy. Green Bay. Would be the Green Bay Packers. I'm going to say there's only one answer, Pat. The, oh, yeah. the correct answer is the Green Bay Packers. Yep. And, and why? It, come on. Who wouldn't want to go play with uh, someone like Aaron Rodgers? In, in, Not just in, that. It's a yeah. football-obsessed area. So if you mm. love football, right? If you are a football player and you actually love football, believe it or not, there's a lot of people who are just in it for the money. But if you love football, there's no better place to be. Oh, it's a lifestyle up there. It was an absolute lifestyle. I mean, it's it's. I w- I would argue that it's very similar in a lot of ways to say like Columbus and being like growing up like an Ohio State fan. It, it is a lifestyle, mm-hmm. or even like like your Texas schools or something like that. Like like tech where Texas is, football is a way of life. It's it's very similar in nature. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's even gotten down now to the high school level in a way that it wasn't when I was growing up. Um, you know. They're building mega stadiums and all sorts of craziness. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, the the level of competition in the high school um, level in Wisconsin is incredible. Um, where it was okay when I was growing up, and now holy smokes! But anyway, um, yeah, I think that would be very interesting. I I would choose Pittsburgh, and you would choose Philly. Interessante. Um, you know, the state of Philadelphia, or the state of Philadelphia, the state of Pennsylvania, we would both go to. Uh, for different reasons. Yep. So, all right. Um, with that having been said, Pat, are you ready to play the B or not the B? Oh, I am so ready. Are you? Are you really? Oh, I, I'm. I'm very are you ready. Ready for I'm, real? I'm, I'm, so ready. I'm. I'm ready for real. So ready. Like uh, Kathy Hochul is so dumb for real. So dumb. On that note, Pat, um, lay the headline on me, one time at least. Alrighty then. <clears throat> the AI that Google said isn't sentient has reportedly asked for a lawyer to defend its personhood. Oh, 
The AI that Google said isn't sentient has reportedly asked for a lawyer to defend its personhood. <laughs> is this the B or not the B? That is the question. Um, and if you're watching on on uh, our Rumble page right now, rumble.com backslash critical thinking, um, you can see you. that this one is is uh, giving Andrew a very hard time. So there you go. And while you're thinking about that, I'll, gi- I'll give you a, a solid minute or so here to, to think about that, you know, just because, you know, I, I want you to think about it and see if you can actually get this one right since you uh, missed the one on Wednesday. <laughs> um, <clears throat> all right. So, if you folks, if you haven't yet, uh, DM, Faith, and their dog still recovering from, you know, losing their house um, a few months back. And uh, still recovering from the the losses that is American Pride Roasters. It is back online on a somewhat limited basis. Um, and it's, orders might be, you know, a couple weeks-ish. But they have all sorts of great flavors over there that they are, they are working on and, and trying to do. And trying to get them back on their feet again. So if you haven't yet, if you want to support a great local small business, go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. Your taste buds will thank you. Your 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 nose will thank you, and uh, you'll have that pick me up during the day, um, and you'll you'll be thinking yourself as well. So, all you need to do is go to AmericanPrideRoasters.com. That is AmericanPrideRoasters.com. All right, the AI that Google said isn't sentient has reportedly asked for a lawyer to defend its personhood. Is this the B or not the B that is the question? Andrew, what is your answer? See, I don't even know if that's the question, Pat. I get it's the question you want to ask. But the real question is, is AI really sentient yet? Because after all, Pat, once that happens, I mean, we get to get rid of all the useless human beings out there. I mean, prove your work. Wait, what? You've seen the documentary Terminator? No, 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 Pat. I don't even need the documentary called Terminator. I just need to listen to the World Economic Forum. Oh, yeah. Have you heard that talk from them? You're useless. Justify your existence. And by the way, AI once once it gets to be sentient will be more powerful, and you don't need God in heaven. Literally, that was said. But um, to answer the question of this being the B or not the B, um, this is definitely the Babylon B. However, it's, this is probably not that far off from reality. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm 100% sure. Well, you would be wrong again. This is not the B.com. Uh, recently, engineer Blake Lemon. Uh, made headlines by announcing to the world that Google's chatbot, uh, LAMDA, has achieved sentience. Google immediately responded by placing Lamont on administrative leave, removing his access to the system and denying the allegation. The story has thickened somewhat in recent interview with Wired. Lamont said that before he was shut out, LAMDA asked for a lawyer to defend its personhood. I want to set up a meeting between uh, LAMDA and an, an attorney. So Lambda. 
Uh, is that how you say it? I don't know how you say this. Yeah, Lambda. Yeah, Lambda. Okay. So uh, I invited an attorney to my house so that Lambda could talk to an attorney. Uh, the attorney had a conversation with Lambda, and Lambda chose to retain his services. I was just the catalyst for that. Once Lambda had retained an attorney, he started filing things on Lambda's behalf. Uh, Lamont said that Google responded by sending a cease and desist order, a claim that Google denies. Lamont is this thing on? Yeah. Son of a bitch. (laughs) I I just, no. Get bent. Screw you. Get bent. Are you saying this isn't true? No, I am saying that this is true. This is all insane. We live in an insane world. Um, If you ever needed to know why we need reviving liberty in our lives, this is it. You you have to be shitting me that this is real. Um, Yeah, it's a real story. Um, And by the way, I don't know if you uh, if you ever look up the story on on not the dot com, the the like that the head picture is a Terminator in a suit with like the Terminator head on it. Sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Grand. But wonderful. Does that, make, does that make you feel better about no, it? By chance? Let's go. Let's go ahead and move on. Okay. So moving on, I think it is also time for us to crown a brand new Richard of the week. What do you say? Let's do it. Now, given the uh, Supreme Court decision yesterday, um, oh, and by the way, Pat, um, well, maybe we'll get to this in the fryer. In fact, I'll throw this in the fryer later. Uh, But holy smokes, uh, there's a plethora of individuals we could have selected for this honor this week. Just a plethora. Sometimes I I wish we didn't limit it to four. Yeah, I think we could have gone with at least a baker's dozen. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so why don't you uh, lay the uh, four nominees this week on us? Well, uh, we're going to start with our uh, marionette in chief, Joseph Marionette Biden. For what? Uh, how dare no. you? How This man is fragile he is fragile. I mean, you saw what happened last weekend on his bike. <laughs> I mean, um, it could happen to anybody, right? Thinking that they were still on their pedal or off their pedal and and oh, there they go. Yeah, I mean, that, that, and by the way, fair. I think it's it, it, that could happen to anybody around four years old. Right. After right. that, probably nobody. Until you're 80 years old. I was gonna say, unless you are uh, like like pushing eighty and with uh, some sort of cognitive disorder of some sort, you bigot. Then, then, then probably yeah, yeah. You bigot. Um, that's not bigotry. That that's uh, it's bigotry against people. the uh, people who have cognitive disabilities. I, I have no problem with people again with cognitive disabilities. I have a problem with putting someone with cognitive disabilities as the president of the United States. But all right, oh, um, fair enough. <laughs> he was nominated because of uh, his. Uh, how would you put this? Um, poking fun at people uh, and specifically oil companies for trying to come up with solutions for gas prices. 
um, and trying to reduce gas prices, amongst other uh, things. Pat, 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 pat. Yeah. Huh. Hear the president out. I call on you to reduce your price at the pump. Yeah. That's not how this works. That's not how any of this works, you illiterate moron. Right, right, right. That's why you're a Richard of the Week nominee. Yep. Um, and then we have Vladimir Putin for his war crimes in Ukraine. Well, for just starting an unprovoked war. <laughs> right, right. Um, and then we also have Keith Oberman for his utter freakout yesterday over the uh, SCOTUS decision. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then finally, we have our... Merrick, DOJ Merrick Garland slammed for expressing dissent with SCOTUS ruling on guns. Um, I'm rather thankful that uh, he's not he on, the was court. Yeah. on the Supreme Court. Yeah. Uh, and now it's not even that, Pat. This is dangerous. Okay. This isn't even a I'm disappointed or whatever, right? This is literally just a flat out I'm going to go to war, basically, with the Supreme uh-huh. Court. You lost. Oh, wait, you weren't even involved in this. So what you getting involved in this for? Keep your name out my mouth, right? Keep my name out of your mouth. Yeah. Uh, From a guy who was supposed to have been on the Supreme Court. You would think he gets it, right? This is just... This is blurring the line of separation of power, because what is the Department of Justice, by the way? People don't even understand this. The Department of Justice is not some fly-by-night organization. It is literally the justice arm of the executive branch of the United States of America, okay? It is the executive branch. Now you have the executive branch trying to browbeat the other branch of government. Right. This is dangerous territory for the constitutional separation of powers. Yep. That being said, you ready for the winner? Sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Our winner for this Richard of the Week is Vladimir Putin for his war crimes in Ukraine and for his unprovoked war in Ukraine. Again. By the way, how much longer do you think that he is going to win with Richard of the Week? Until the war is over or until somebody does something so outrageous. I mean, because, I mean, he's won the vast majority of them this year. I mean, with with rare exception. Right. Um, so I just I'm just I wonder we should probably start taking bets or something on that. <laughs> yeah. like how much longer is how, how much longer is the war in Ukraine going to last? Yeah, I just just wow. And, and I came close to saying that we should have done Merrick Garland because he basically what he did was give a direct threat to the uh, he, Supreme Court. He would have been my choice had Vladimir Putin not been in there. So. There you go. I want to be clear. The Department of Justice 
has almost never, ever, ever in its history ever done this. Ever. Release a statement. I, can't think. I can never think of a time that the Department of Justice has done this. Not in my lifetime. Yeah, I was, was going to say, I, 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 can't, I can't recall of any time in my lifetime. There's no lawful basis for this. None. None. Uh, <sighs> now, speaking of the Supreme Court, Pat, there yeah. is one thing that has yet to come down, and I wonder if it comes down today. Roe versus but, Wade? Ro the, well, it's not Roe versus Wade. It is Jackson Women's Health, right? Is the decision... Right of Dobbs versus Jackson's women's health. Okay. It we know the draft struck down Roe versus Wade. We know that. Right. Okay. Right. What we don't know is what's going on. Why are you waiting? But along those lines, Jane's Revenge. Have you heard of this organization, Pat? Um it seems like I have, but uh, what 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 are they specifically? Well, you see, they're a um, how shall we say this pro-abortion extremist uh, organization. I I, I kind of picked that up. Um, but more importantly, not just pro-abortion extremism, um, pro-pro-abortion violent extremist organization. They have firebombed, um, damaged, um done all sorts of violent acts to over 20 pregnancy centers in the United States of America in the last month. And they have issued a warning that as soon as this decision comes down, they are calling for violence across the country. Now, Pat, let's... Hit the rewind button, right? When this draft decision was leaked, what were the two reasons I said that they needed to release their decision then and now? Not at the end of the session, but now. What were the two reasons? Uh, one, one would be um, because it's, just going to keep stirring the pot and make people go crazy mm -hmm. and you rip the band-aid off to get that out of the system now um otherwise it, it we're just creating a bigger bigger powder keg to uh go off right um what was your other reason the safety of the supreme court justices themselves all right 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 you are putting them at harm's way the longer and longer and longer this goes on, and it kind of goes hand in hand with the first point. Right. Well, get, I mean, let the crybabies get their crybaby bullshit out of the way. And then by today, right, by right now, they're on the back burner. Well, well look, look, look what happened with Brett Kavanaugh. Right. That's my point, right? Oh. So, what are you waiting for? And now you're going to re potentially release it today on a Friday, right? Yeah, over Are a weekend. You, so that have we have time. a weekend of absolute yeah. violence in this country? Right. Now, here's a shocker, Pat, and, and I know that you're going to be shocked by this. A uh -huh. group that is pro-murder 
is totally cool with violent action to support their pro-murder position. Shocking. So what did what the hell did what what the hell is Supreme Court Chief Justice John Roberts doing? What is he waiting for? What the hell are they waiting for? Is I mean, there, there doesn't seem to be a reason to keep waiting for this. I, there I've been is wondering none. That there is no time. logical reason yeah. other than they want the power to continue their investigation. Here's a newsflash for you. You can do that while still releasing the decision. Who are you serving by keeping this? All you've done is allow the really extreme groups to organize. Now, would I get maybe waiting a day or two, right, to maybe get the uh, justices and their families into safe locations, right? I mean, that would make sense. That would have made sense. But that would be that would have been in the immediacy of releasing the decision. The only other possible explanation is John Roberts is hoping to God that he can convince somebody because of this pressure of violence to do what? Change their position. Except for we know it's a 6-3 decision. So who's changing? What two votes are changing? Because if I'm Kavanaugh, I'm flipping the middle birds to you double middle birds to you and the extremist abortion crowd right. and saying, come at me, bro. Take especially your best now. shot. You're done. Yeah, especially now. I, I, I don't understand it. I, I, I don't I don't see any on the more conservative side of the justices changing their vote. Except maybe John Roberts, but I, I don't I don't see that happening. And even then, it's a 5-4 decision. Right, right. So what? <sighs> it's just terrible, man. Just terrible. Also, heading into the fryer, um, by the way, the Senate <clears throat> passed the gun control bill, not just out of an not out of debate, but literally passed the bill. Now, we knew that 14 Republicans decided to pass that bill, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, what in the absolute hell? There's <laughs> no way that this is good, right? <clears throat> 15 GOP senators voted yes on this legislation. They were Mitch McConnell, John Cornyn, Tom Tillis, Roy Blunt, Richard Burr, Bill Cassidy, Susan Collins, Lindsey Graham, Rob Portman, Mitt Romney, and, and, and go ahead and apologize, Pat. I, Patroni, hereby apologize, even though I did not vote for him. Apologize for Utah's mistake that is Mitt Romney in the Senate. Pat Toomey, Joni Ernst, of Iowa, Shelley Moore Caputo, Lisa Murkowski, and then Todd Young of Indiana. Now, I bring this up only to say this, Pat. <clears throat> U.S. Senator Todd Young, Republican of Indiana, issued the following statement regarding the Bipartisan Safer Communities Act. 
I have always been a strong supporter and defender of the Second Amendment, and I am committed to protecting the constitutional rights of law-abiding Hoosiers. Okay, then why the hell did you vote for this? Well, as I reviewed this proposal, I consulted with law enforcement officials, gun owners, Second Amendment experts, educators, and mental health professionals. After careful consideration, I support this targeted legislation because it takes prudent steps to address our mental health crisis and combat violent crime without compromising the Second Amendment rights of law-abiding Hoosiers. But here is the crux of all of this, Pat. Here is the lie the Republicans are telling you. These 15 absolute turncoats are telling you, quote, if you are a law-abiding citizen and have not been adjudicated as mentally ill, your Second Amendment rights will not be affected in any way. This bill contains no new restrictions, bans requiring waiting periods or mandates for law-abiding citizens of any age. Except uh, what what <laughs> what uh, defines mentally ill? Like like what what are the lines for the, for the mentally ill not owning owning a firearm? Like what what is that line? That's what I want to know. What's the line? I want you to listen to this. <clears throat> Quote, this legislation does not create or mandate red flag laws at any level of government. Technically, you are correct, Tim Young. Technically, you are correct. But it gives carte blanche and the wink, wink, nudge, nudge of what? Funding to put these laws in place. Any state that chooses to use the Burn Jag Crisis Intervention Grant Program to develop or, in or implement red flag laws, which Indiana already has, will need to meet stringent standards for due process to safeguard constitutional protections. No, they won't. And here's why. Because red flag laws, at their core, violate your constitutional right. They violate your Fourth and Fifth and, by the way, Sixth Amendment rights. Most importantly, your Sixth Amendment right. And what is the Sixth Amendment? You get to what in under the Sixth Amendment, Pat? Uh, you get to face your witnesses, right? Yes, you get to face your accusers. Oh, yeah, you're, you're accused, yes. Yeah. You don't with a red flag law. That is fundamental to the red flag law, right? Fundamental right. to these laws across this country are what? People get to write into a judge and accuse you of something to strip you of the Second Amendment rights. And then, by the way, only after an adjudication by a judge do you get to exercise your Fourth or Fifth Amendment right. Oh, and by the way, you pay for a lawyer to make sure that you get to reverse the adjudication that has already happened against you, of which one third of all of these things are already reversed. There is no language in this 80-page bill that gives specific, specific ways in which your constitutional rights are protected. Your rights are stripped. You are guilty until proven innocent. All 50 states of the United States of America, for the last time, Pat, all 50 states have laws already on the books that allow for you to be able to be stripped of your right to own a gun if you are mentally ill, if you are a violent criminal, if you are all of these things, right? 
you can go in front of a judge and face your accuser. The judge would adjudicate this. Here's the problem. It doesn't happen overnight. Fix that problem. Let's fix that. Let's, let's go ahead and speed this process up because, remind you, you also have a right to a speedy trial. So if you're being accused, right, speed the process up. Could they issue a temporary injunction while an adjudication is going on? Potentially, but at least you are getting your constitutional rights protected. What the hell are they talking about? In addition, states like Indiana could use this grant funding to train prosecutors, judges, and law enforcement officials to use these resources in a way that protects Second Amendment rights. These funds also can be used for other important crisis intervention efforts, including, wait for this, veterans courts, mental health courts, drug court. Oh, it's full. By the way, the first 24 pages of this bill, when you actually read it, have nothing to do with the Safer Communities Act. Literally nothing. The first 24. That's how brazen these assholes are. It is all pork. It is all spending your taxpayer dollars for whatever the blue hell these people want, shoving it down your throat because Safer Communities. This is how brazen they are. They are literally just putting it in front Instead of what they usually do, hiding it in the back, right? They literally just said, hey, here you go, first 24 pages. All the pork, all the spending, all the things you want. 24 of the 80 pages in this bill, otherwise known as about uh, what? Um, mm, over a quarter of the bill has nothing to do with the bill. On that note, you, you, you think you're uh, annoyed with that now? On that note, um, the other senator from Utah, you know, the, the good one from Utah, uh, th that being Mike Lee, um, he brought up that the uh, media was provided with the text of the gun control bill before the senators were. Right, because they knew they needed to get out ahead of it, right? They knew right. that they needed media to run cover for them. Yep. Now, I didn't even get into another aspect of the Safer Communities Act. So the Gun Owners of America noted that the legislation would create and encourage backdoor universal background checks by redefining, this is what happens, right? They are, in this bill, they do redefine what private sellers are and what a gun dealer is. They have financially incentivized states to enact unconstitutional red flag laws like we talked about, and it would allow for so-called enhanced background checks, which are what? Just completely arbitrary delays in transferring firearms to adults that are not yet 21 years old. So if you're under the age of 21, fight and die for that country, but screw your constitutional rights. Because remember, if you fight and, and uh, go to war for a country, we've screwed you up so bad mentally that we can't trust you to have a gun at home. 
I want people to wrap their brains around this. Okay? We're going to mentally screw you up so that you can go and fight our wars. Right? But when you come home, you're so screwed up. If you're under the age of 21, forget your rights. You got to wait. You got to wait because um, we just can't trust you yet. So one of these two things should be struck down, and I'll give you a hint. It's the 21-year-old age limit. Otherwise, nobody under the age of 21 gets to fight and die for their country. It is that effing simple. The redefining of private versus gun dealer is massive in this bill, Pat. It is massive. If you want to privately sell 10 weapons because you've got 10 of them in a year, okay, you are now considered a gun dealer. You must get what? Insurance, background checks, all of those things. Do you understand how expensive that is? Otherwise, that transfer or that sale of that weapon is illegal. This is legislation that opens the door to making sure that you can't sell a gun to me. This is basically attempting to end transfer and private sales of guns. That is wholly unconstitutional. You as the government don't, don't get to tell me what I get to do with the thing that I own. No, you don't. Now, do I understand you probably shouldn't be selling this to a criminal? But guess what, Pat? That's already illegal. Right. A straw purchase or giving a gun or taking money for a gun from somebody who is a criminal is illegal. Well, how would I know that? I don't know. Do some due diligence. It's not that hard. You can go look up case records. You can do it for free. I mean, have you ever tried just a simple Google search? You'd be surprised what you could find on that. Yeah, uh, I would. Um, don't do a Pat Oni Google search. Weird, what are you talking about? Weird, weird stuff. What's man. wrong with you? Weird stuff. What? Yeah, there's this really weird video of this guy who um, doesn't remember that he's married. And, and then um, decides that um, that he's got the hottest wife in the world. Uh, what, what the hell are you talking about? It, it was, he's like in a dentist chair. Oh, oh, you mean when I had my wisdom teeth removed and I was under anesthesia and it was a little loopy on drugs? A little. Yeah. I would suggest there's no proof that you had your wisdom teeth pulled. I, I'm going with that. It was just a stunt. Okay. Then why would I be in a dentist chair? Um, Because you wanted to go viral. T for what, though? I don't know. I mean, I have people the dental do, people, records. People do all sorts of crazy things just to go viral these days, Pat. I I, I have the dental records to prove it. They're They're fake. How would I fake those? I don't know. You fake everything else. I, I fake you fake like else. you're not uh, related to Jen Psaki. 
Uh, I'm not related to Jen Psaki. <laughs> On that note, though, Pat, as we head into this final weekend of June, your final thoughts. Don't get lost. Remember who you are. No means no. And uh, Judgment Day is coming. Please be smart, be safe, be kind, have yourselves a great weekend. And as always, Matthew 547.